You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Hey, I'm Ray Parker. I play Darth Maul, a Phantom Menace, and Solo, a Star Wars story, and G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes, and you're listening to Disney Universe Podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. To infinity and beyond! I'm very popular, y'all! You are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you have heard of me. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. everybody it is saturday and i already forgot the date the 4th of march uh we are doing our first du or what we're calling sorry saturday morning du also saturday for audio listeners. DU. Hey. Oh, from my apple jacks yes yeah, so uh it's also uh, for audio listeners uh episode 130 uh but right now we are live on our instagram or not instagram twitch youtube and uh facebook uh, it's Saturday morning. I got my coffee and my Boba Fett mug. Alex had some syrup. What are you eating, Alex? I've got uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, uh, and nice I've got my salad. Sam Eagle Sipper that you so awesomely brought back for me from your last Disney World trip, um, and some other fun and games and adult beverages. Nice. And that was my soft, uh, unofficial introduction to my co-host. So there's Alex <laughs> next to me. We're partnering our Pixie Dust. We're trying this out. Uh, we've we've gone live before, obviously, but uh, we're actually doing the show a little bit different. But also next to me, literally, if you're watching, is the Son of Darkness in his robe with his morning Turk hair haircut going on. That's what's up. <laughs> what's up, man? Ryan, how you doing? Not much. Just uh, just waking up with you guys. Ain't nothing better. Nice. And what are you? Do you have any uh, breakfast or coffee? Well, I, or... I murdered some Eggo Pop-Tarts and my coffee already. So I just got water. I got Apple Jacks waiting for me for when we're done the show. So a little, like, a little reward at the end. Nice, nice. I like the Turk haircut. Nice deep cut right there. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that well, one R.I.P. Over... Tarzan's Treehouse. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that one came from producer Christy. <laughs> one time when we were recording. So. Um, yeah. Before we get to the show, like I said, we're, this is going to be a very loose show. A lot of news. The news will be part of our topics. Uh, the live shows is actually when we'll be focusing on a lot more news going on since uh, we can interact. You guys could join us in the comments or we're going to invite a lot of our fellow podcasts or Disney influencer friends that you join in when they can to uh, part of the live. So it's going to be completely interactive. Uh, we're going to at times we'll have games. We might have a game today. Uh, there will be giveaways. I have some to the side. I'll bring them out in a little bit. But before that, let's get to some mousekeeping. So, of course, uh, we couldn't do this show on YouTube or um, our podcast without our awesome sponsor, Discord Apparel. This is where Disney music uh, merge and collide. Uh, Matt's awesome. He, he's hooked us up with some awesome shirts. I ordered my uh, very cool uh, Iron Duck 2. So I'll be getting that real soon. I know Ryan has... I think 
Which one did did he? Uh, notorious uh, poo. <laughs> Which is perfect because you've had some notorious poos, I bet. So I oh. sure have. I sure oh. have. Yes, this is a PG Disney show, adult PG, podcast. PG, so. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're uh, check them out at www.discord.com. That's <laughs> D-I-Z-C-R-E.com. And uh, order you up some awesome uh, Disney music mashup. Plus, uh, they also got some pins and stuff. Also, check out our good friends at Neverland Trading. Uh, they do some great Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, park-themed shirts and apparel. Those Cheerios look good, sir. Um, they do. And if you use our uh, discount code at checkout, that's Dverse, D-V-E-R-C, you'll get a nice little discount. And uh, I know some spring collections are coming up real soon, so check them out there. And, of course, we couldn't do this show without our DU crew, uh, our Patreon. So, Ryan, want to shout them out for us? Yes, sir. So if you guys would like to be a part of our exclusive DU crew, you can head over to patreon.com slash DU crew. And we have th- uh, two, sorry, cool tiers that you guys can choose from. We got the pirate tier, which is our first tier and it comes with a exclusive sticker and a, a shout out on the show. And our second tier is the adventure tier. Um, and you also get the, the cool sticker and the, shwa- the, sh- the shout out and some other cool swag with that one. So... We would like to thank our DU crew. We have Superfan Jen, Sasquatch, Alfredo, and John. Thank you, you guys. Um, yeah, you keep you keep us going. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And shout out to Sasquatch. Uh, he is at the parks right now. He said he'll try oh, nice. to try to jump in when he can. Uh, Sean, uh, yeah, those are Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, hope you have a good morning, sir. And like like I was telling you yesterday. Uh, you always got an open door, and anybody in Walt's apartment, you guys are family, of course. So, uh, today's podcast is dedicated to all Cheerios, but especially Honey Nut <laughs> in a glorious giant bowl. That's awesome. And if people are new to the show, Alex, and don't know where to listen, because somebody may, might have shared our podcast, shared our socials, where can they find us and subscribe and do all that good stuff? Hey, I hope and pray you're coming to us today for the first time from YouTube, which is amazing. But if you're listening to us on the audio version, hey, check it out. We're on YouTube now. Uh, We've been on YouTube and we're doing it live on YouTube. So be sure to go check out our next uh, Saturday morning DU live and join us. Um, But as well, we've got a a bunch of awesome things posted there on YouTube, Disney Universe TV. That's D-U-T-V. Uh, we've got unboxings, parks content, reaction videos, um, all, all that you could imagine that falls under the Disney Universe umbrella. We're doing it, um, and we're doing it on YouTube. We're doing it on Twitch. We're doing it on Facebook. We're doing it on Instagram, and we're doing it on Twitter. Uh, most of those places, all under the name Disney Universe Podcast. Uh, YouTube is DUTV or Disney Universe TV. I did just recently find out. When searching DU TV, there's a lot of other DU TVs. Dakota University, they, they've got some stuff out there. Saw some football content. Uh, but if you don't initially find us as DU TV, make sure to throw that Disney Universe in there. Um, and please like, follow, subscribe, uh, You know, smash that alarm, whatever they all say, do that. Um, but most of all, I, I do always like to shout out Instagram. That's where we do most of our interaction. Uh, we ask you guys for comments on what you guys want to hear us talk about, um, you know, uh, w- what your thoughts and feelings were, reactions 
to certain content and we love to share those on the podcast. So please make sure to give us a follow over there and, uh, you know, say, Hey, and tell it, tell us uh, what's going on in your Disney universe today. Yeah. And there's a little update that happened on YouTube that I forgot to share with you guys, but we kind of, when I, when we went from Disney universe TV to DU, I actually had a specifically put in a, a title. So it's actually at the DU TV now. Okay. And that, that's that's new. That's brand new. So I like it. At yes. the DU. We might we might have to see if we can and snag that Instagram as well and then just plug our YouTube content on that Instagram. That'd be perfect. And speaking of reactions, uh, one of the brand new ones, and we'll talk more about this later, but at one o'clock in the morning I did an instant reaction short uh for the Mandalorian premiere. So you could tell because I was talking quiet because I got roommates and everything, but I was still excited. So I think I might do that some more. Uh, you guys are welcome to do that anytime too, uh, on YouTube, on Instagram. Anytime we want to do some, I think next reaction. time if we're if we're all up, we should just jump on the Instagram live and and do it that way. We can I'm save up. it and post. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I intend to always be up too. But well, yeah, I I did a short on purpose because I had to go to bed and go to work early. But yeah, now I'm gonna be over here yelling three beers deep, and Joe's gonna be watching out for the roommates and getting up early. Yeah. Speaking uh, of three beers deep. Alex, you we both do a, a beer podcast, craft beer called Fresh Hops Podcast. He's got a can ready on deck. We're going to do a little. I, I'm just throwing this out now because we were going to do this a little later, but I think I might do it throughout the day. Where when we're going to do a little Pee Wee's Playhouse, like instead of uh, word of the day, you know, if you guys are old enough to remember that, anytime you heard the secret word, everybody screamed. Well, on this game, anytime a certain sound happens. Alex has to not necessarily chug, but just take a take a nice swig to that. But chug, so, chug, chug, chug. our our good friend that hasn't been part of the show in a while is back, and his cue will tell Alex when to take a drink. This one doesn't count. This is just a little uh, advertisement. But anytime you hear our good friend, the Hatbox Goat, <laughs> Alex, you got to take a drink. Yeah, I'm not right now, but I'm gonna yes. start with the Irish crickets. <laughs> so that I'll be ready. And I'm also going to start wolfing the Cheerios because I don't know how well they'll go together. Mm. Yeah. That's, it's like the 20, your or 20s all over again. You pour the beer into the Cheerios. Not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> <laughs> get away. So let's get on with the show. Uh, like I said, we got a lot of uh, news topics. And actually, the news will be part of our topics. And then most of these shows will be uh, structured down, down the road. Uh, the first news, you know, Something a big controversy is the whole uh, Reedy Creek uh, project that's been happening in Florida. Um, I'm not sure if you guys were able to see the video that I sent. It was pretty much the oh, I saw it. Okay, the 10 minute press conference from the governor uh, DeSantis uh, talking. Typical politician cockiness, but in some points, I, I still blame. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we can get in a deeper discussion on this later on, but I still think a lot of this is due to Bob Chapek trying to flex himself. But basically, the deal that Walt Disney made uh, for Reedy Creek, the whole self-governed, has now been dismantled. And uh, the, in the Disney is not going to be its own independent government in Florida. And they're going to have to pay the taxes that all the other theme parks, Universal, SeaWorld have been making or not having to pay. I'm getting myself confused, but uh, I know Alex has been paying attention to 
even before the the press conference with this whole thing. So you want to kind of drop it down a little bit better yeah. than I can right now. I, I think you know, for me mainly, I was trying to find just you know the the meat and potatoes of it, what the actual thing is, rather than the opinions on one side or the other. Basically, Reedy Creek Improvement District was what Walt Disney moved into Florida with as a way to not necessarily self-govern, but self-administrate the 40 square miles, basically a county that they were building uh, in central Florida in the you know mid-60s. So at the time, it was behooval to the state of Florida for... Disney to come in uh, and say, hey, we're going to foot the bill and take care of, you know, all the things like plumbing, garbage, emergency services um, and stuff that you would normally be responsible for. Should we move in and bring this entertainment and recreation uh, area to your state Um, for a long time that had worked out and ultimately, as touted by Ron DeSantis, What ends up happening is this thing that had been working so happily for such a long time um, ends up coming under question due to the fact that Chapek spoke up in uh, dissent of the Florida, pardon me for not knowing the actual name of it, but the, the key name that people have spoken as, or at least opposers, the don't say gay bill um, that deals with uh, schools in Florida not being able to mention mention or talk about sexual orientation in uh, school classes under third grade, which you know for most parts, uh, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. There's plenty other videos to see. Um, anyway, uh, so DeSantis said, you know, Reedy Creek didn't necessarily have a place anymore in 2023. Um, You know, there's kind of weird things in there, like the right to be able to build a nuclear power plant if they needed or wanted to, which obviously they never did. And probably at this point in time, never had an intention to. Um, So anyway, here we are today. Reedy Creek is now gone. I believe it's the Central Florida Park and Tourism District is now the name. They have appointed... Uh, I believe five people to head this committee that is basically in charge of all the governmental decisions, uh, you know, regarding the Disney World uh, Entertainment District area. Um, so, yeah, that that also being said, I think we're, we're all kind of just sitting on the other side waiting to see how this will affect us, the park fan uh, immediately. Not at all. The first meeting of this new committee will be uh, next week. I do think some of the key things to take away from the press conference uh, were that uh, DeSantis did double down on the fact that this was in retaliation to Chapek dissenting on his uh, bill uh, regarding speaking of sexual orientation in classrooms and that in his uh, speech the other day at the Reedy Creek Fire Department, he he did mention that I don't know that necessarily the goal or hoped outcome from this committee. Uh, one of one of the things, at least, is that they do hope to be able to sway the direction of Disney Entertainment going forward. 
Um, whether or not that is a good or bad thing is for another podcast uh, altogether. But at least for us, um, I, I, I don't think that's something they'll be able to easily accomplish as their main job is going to be dealing with, you know, the minutia of the fire departments and, and emergency services that surround the park and making sure garbage and plumbing is being taken care of, stuff like that. Um, if it ends up being a situation where, you know, they don't like something that comes out, you know, in media. And so there, it continues to be a retaliatory practice of denying Disney permits to maybe improve upon a park or water park or open a fifth gate or something that they want to do like that uh, has yet to be seen. But uh, at, at least right off the top from what I got, I don't see any immediate changes for us, the fans of the park and the product. Yeah. Uh, what, Brian, do you have any initial thoughts at all or is it just, no, I think, I think we're, I'm, Good. What was Alex said? Like we could do a we could do a full podcast going back and forth of what we think is right and wrong for with the whole thing. So I'm yeah. I'm good with just the rundown. Yeah, that that was a great that, like, rundown. And yeah. like I said, that with real quick and you know real quick on then we'll move on. But like I said with Chapek, like it it wasn't that just he came hard on the on the bill. It, it was the fact that he did not. They, you know, when something happened, we're in that we're in that weird society now. When when Something happens. People want to know from, you know, certain. Oh, what's your opinion on something? And so, you know, so certain either businesses or celebrities, they're like, you know, either I'm not. I have no opinion. I'm not saying that publicly. So Disney did not say anything publicly, and which angered a lot of people. But then they kind of gave into the pressure of not saying anything. So then, oh yeah, we're well, we have an opinion, and bam, came down hard. And you know, I not talking politics or anything but you know DeSantis like oh well you're going to do in re like you said in retaliation you know this this deal that Walt Disney made which was a great deal for Disney and then with the popularity of Disney World and how Florida prospered and expanded because of Walt Disney World with Universal and SeaWorld and all these other big companies then it it was actually a bad deal for Florida which so now I so I I see I, I, I'm on both sides here, but I, I know this will be better for the first responders now because they'll have better benefits and uh, stuff, you know, being part of Florida's district. And from what I heard, this will be better for the taxpayers of Florida. But like I said, that's another that's another podcast we could probably deep dive dive deeper into later. But yeah, that's yeah, like Alex said, I don't think it'll be a, an immediate jump in you know something we see. So just as far as Chapek goes. The problem with him was that he did not say anything. And I understand what you're saying about staying out of it. Uh, the problem is Disney is the largest employer of people in the state of Florida. Yeah. And between their own cast members and their fans and, and you know, lovers of the parks and products, um, there were a lot of people who were hurt by this bill. So for them to not say anything um, hurt those people. And at the end of the day, I, I think that's what you do as a people. If, you know, people don't stand up for you, then you're going to say something or, you know, just say, screw you. And I think rather than saying, screw you, people said, you know, Disney, do you or do you not have my back? Yeah. And 
Chapek was screwed because at that point he didn't say something. He caved to the pressure and said something, and then it just kind of came back on him. So Yeah, and truthfully, the media really, really messed up the whole thing of the bill because turning it into what, what it turned out, like you said, the don't say gay, which had nothing to do with that. It was, do you want kindergartners and third graders to learn about sex and all this stuff, which in my opinion, they don't. There's no need for that, but well, well, got flipped I, around. I, I'm going to interrupt you and I'm going to say we should go down a different road real quick because <laughs> yeah. no, no one was teaching sex education to children. <laughs> this is purely saying that, you know, if if a teacher that, who happened to have a partner of the same sex was to talk about what they did on the weekend with their husband, they could be fired for that. And that's ridiculous mm -hmm. because if a teacher with a partner of an opposite sex were to say what they did with their wife and children over the weekend, no one would have a problem with that. So yeah. it's the minutia in how it marginalizes other groups. Uh, it's one thing to say that you're here for everybody and you want everyone to feel welcome and then do things like that, which could end up, um, you know, putting people in a position where they are less than others. Yeah. So, good point. so yeah. Anyways, on a mansion. <laughs> No, but yeah, well, uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about this because like this this topic isn't going to go anywhere, and it, it's something that will slowly progress, and we'll see how it affects. Like I said, not just the Disney community, but the, the, the first residents. time anything goes wrong over there, people are going to say, "Was this because of that?" So yeah, exactly. And and, and uh, of course, we'll get more news next week. I'm sure after the first meeting of the Central and Florida uh, DeSantis Heroes District, whatever they we're going to call that. <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah, we'll hear, be hearing soon. Um, we're going to mention this briefly, uh, a little bit of sad news, but Disney legendary Imagineer, Disney legend Bernie Madison recently passed away. Uh, he, he obviously, he, I mean, started with a company as a teenager. Uh, They're getting ready to celebrate him uh, as the longest tenured Disney employee. Uh, for 70 years, that was going to be a special celebration coming up in the summer, and uh, so he recently passed away. Uh, his list is so long. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys got that, but Lightning McQueen's out in my neighborhood. I right thought that now. Was, oh, Kachow. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Lightning was uh, shouting out Bernie Madison. So, um, yeah, we, you know, we we love our Imagineers, especially our our legends here, people that you know know Walt and stuff. So. Um, you know, yeah, big ups to Bernie Madison. I, I think, you know, it's always sad to see anyone go. And at least for me hearing about this, Bernie Madison wasn't necessarily a household name, but it was cool to, to hear a bit of his, uh, you know, his uh, rundown, his Wikipedia. The one that stuck out for me is he, he has a director credit for Mickey's Christmas Carol, which was, you know, and, and still stands up there in the pantheon of great Christmas Carol adaptations. Uh, yeah. But I know for Disney fans, it was a uh, return for Mickey to uh, a animation or animated feature. Um, I might have been first animated feature for Mickey Mouse. Since Fantasia. Oh, since Fantasia. There you go. And, and that was just a segment, too. So, I mean, it wasn't yeah. like a full. And but, I love uh, yeah. Girl. <laughs> In 70 years, I know we had mentioned on the podcast earlier this year, Peter Pan was celebrating 70 years this year. So that's just kind of a scope. I mean, 70 years is older than Disneyland. Um, they're only turning, what, 68 this year? Yeah. So. I had to do the math. Yeah. Can't do math on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Cheers to Bernie Madison. Uh, 
Get, let's get it started. Give me a goat. Oh, Catbox. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Clanky, clanky. But on to something from something sad to something happy. One of our, first of all, I know mine and Alex, I'm not sure about Ryan, but one of our favorite Disney legends and Imagineers, Rolly Crump just celebrated a birthday. So I know uh, he's got, a, I mean, definitely for myself, it, it, he's got a soft spot in uh, Alex's heart. You know, any, anything you guys want to say about good old Rolly? Cheerios. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a bit. <laughs> Ryan was leaning forward. I was going to let him go as I had a mouthful of Cheerios. I was like anticipating what you were going to say because of the dramatic effect. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, now I don't know what I was going to say. It's gone. But that's good. Happy birthday. <laughs> Dude, Crump, you sounded like I one mean, of my sounds I have on here. <laughs> Museum of the Weird. I, I guess let's start there. Uh, I know recently Disneyland had added a uh, old... Uh, Mark Davis concept sketch. I believe it's a bat uh, sitting in that uh, the the long hallway uh, as you first go up into the mansion in your doom buggy. But yeah. just how they continually add, you know, ideas that you know didn't necessarily make the cut the first time around. Uh, great haunted mansion, and you know, big Disneyland fans like ourselves all know about Museum of the Weird, which was Rolly Crump's idea for what the haunted mansion could be as kind of a walkthrough attraction. And there's a lot of really cool concept art out there. If you haven't seen it, you know, Google museum of the weird Rolly, Rolly crumb. Uh, wasn't there even the, uh, uh, comic book. Yeah. So, uh, years ago, uh, Marvel uh, teamed up with Disney Imagineers and storytellers and they came up with a Disney kingdom. And these were a series of comic books that, uh, were, were new stories for famous Disney attractions. And the first one was actually Seekers of the Weird, which was That's based right. on Rolly Crump's uh, Museum of the Weird. And one of the main characters, the one the kids that get lost in his museum, uh, their uncle, their strange steampunk-styled uncle, was actually based on Rolly Crump. So uh, I haven't read the comic in a long time. It's a it's a great one, uh, but I think it was like Uncle Roland is what 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 his name was. So. Um, uh, the coolest image I can think of is the one of the candle man. There's like a, a yeah. figure that's made out of candles that are lit. I think that's a very cool and would be a pretty, especially at this day and age, easy and audio animatronic to get into uh, the mansion. Um, and, yeah, and candle man course, was part of the story, of course. So. T Tower of the Four Winds, I think it was. That was the structure in front of the. It's a small world attraction at the 6465 World's Fair. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he was responsible for designing that. I, I remember the little uh, tidbit in Imagineering Story where they're talking about Rolly Crump and Mary Blair kind of meshing their two styles together to get that facade in front of It's a Small World, which is now you know long known uh, and so iconic in uh, Disney parks. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, and, lore and history. Yeah, and one of my favorite things too is like he was that the first of the new crop of Imagineers. So at the time, like in the '60s, when they were coming up, you know, ideas uh, for the mansion and other attractions, there were the the old veteran Imagineers working on stuff, and he was this this new young twenty year old kid basically that Walt just loved, and for good reason. I mean, he Walt saw something very special in Rolly. And uh, I mean, like you said, watching it in the Imagineering story and uh, 
even going through the seventies, he 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 really rocked that that mustache and that seventies look perfectly. <laughs> Some of the greatest scenes and and it always gets me too uh, on the Imagineering story when the part where where uh, you know what, after Walt passed and you see these old grizzled you know Rolly Crump and Bob Gurr and Tears and every time I've seen I've rewatched it, that just gets me. But but we still have Rolly. I was I was I missed him. By two days, uh, I was at Disneyland when this comic came out, and then as I was leaving, that I was leaving like on a Sunday. Then that Monday, he was at a local comic book store signing uh, copies of Seekers, and I I didn't find that out until I was obviously on the road. So, <sighs> so close, but well, hopefully cheers, Rolly Crump, ninety three years young. Yes, uh, sir. Maybe we, we I'd love to see a Candleman birthday cake for him. That would be oh, that'd awesome. be awesome. Let's make that happen. Let's make that happen. Ninety four candles for Rolly Crump next year on Disney Universe yes, podcast. Absolutely. And speaking of um, Haunted Mansion, nice little segue. Uh, we recently got two posters for the upcoming movie, which got bumped now closer, coming out January twenty July. 20th. Oh, I was like, whoa! Yeah, what? sorry. <laughs> It came out too much. Going ago. back in time. <laughs> yeah. Um, time so, ori- so originally it was supposed to come out this month. Then they bumped it to August uh, during D23. Now they brought it closer. So the end of July. It basically um, took that uh, the time slot from the Marvels. Yeah. Yeah, because Marvels got bumped to November. So, uh, Which makes me happy because I'm super excited for this movie. Uh, we got a really cool teaser poster of the, the kid walking through the what looked like the endless hallway. Uh, then the next day uh, we got the trailer and a new poster of the, the main characters walking up the stairs uh, with uh, familiar uh, shadows on the wall. So um, yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of jumping forward because we also had the Peter and Wendy trailer, but like I was mentioning uh, YouTube, anytime anybody has been doing reactions to it, they've been blocked. And I don't want to get bumped off this live, but that hasn't been happening with Haunted Mansion. So let's see how it is. But to keep it going, we can, we can talk during the trailer here and there. So it doesn't take just the audio. But if oh, yeah, you I'll talk, I'm, I'm, I'm going to point out anytime we see something we know from the mansion on this, because there were yeah. there were a lot of them. Yeah. So code. this looks amazing. And uh, let's go with the Haunted Mansion trailer coming this July. Welcome home. I know this place isn't as warm as I'd hoped. But I'm going to light a vanilla candle and it's going to be a game changer. Rosario. We're out. Is the, uh, this the night is on the hallway? She needs all the help she can get. I'm assuming you're a No? Uh, I don't know. Pass. $2,000. What's the address? I'm gonna move into a house without I love the feel so of this. I like that he's changing and he's he's yeah. and walks by. This house has a way of playing tricks on you. <laughs> yeah, David DeVito. Here we 
we go. Hatbox Ghost, real quick. Oh my god. Yeah. The stretching room. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Oxy Tatuay. We got the organist. Death lurks around every corner. Other more powerful entities may come through. Not on our watch. But what are you going to do? Seriously. Yeah. They're already dead. Yeah. They're going to be deader. Okay. Gonna be deader. Shout out Needle Drop 2. This is a song I'm going to be checking out soon. Oh, yeah. House Without Windows, I guess. I don't I didn't know what it is. That so, I, oh, was a great trailer. Go ahead, Ryan. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if this is a spoiler. I'm just looking at the cast. And Jared Leto is on there as Alistair Crump. So a little shout out back to Raleigh Crump. Nice. Oh, nice. Because we, yeah, we already know he's a Hatbox Ghost, so that's yeah. a nice little nod that he has the yeah. name. So, but it, cool. it, look, it looks great. Over, under, Eddie uh, Murphy appearance? Uh, uh, under. I hope not. <laughs> under. He is Boy, not under. canon. This, is, this has more to do with the ride than the first one did so far, and I've just seen the trailer. I just want to see him in the movie. Oh, go <laughs> He'll watch be on the red Coming Park. to America. <laughs> I, st- I Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you've seen Coming to America. I have. I haven't seen the second one yet because I didn't hear great oh, things. Okay. I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah, you don't yeah, have no, to. The, the first one's better. Coming, Coming to America 2 is a, in a long line of sequel movies that try to try and recapture lightning in a bottle from the first one that's not there. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Anchorman 2. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm so hyped for this movie. It looks amazing. Um, I love the cast. Uh, the cast looks great. And the bride looks creepy so as hell. Tiffany Haddish looks kind of like a a bayou. Reminds me of Calypso from Pirates of the Caribbean. Almost like yeah, a fortune a bit, teller or something. A gypsy. Little so voodoo, I was wondering if voodoo. she's going to be the Leota of the thing. Well, Did it say uh, that in, uh, in IMDb, Ryan? It, she, uh, it has her name. Jamie Lee Curtis is Leota. Yeah. Oh, and there was a quick there was a quick view of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis all done up. Hopefully that's a Leota a Leota backstory real quick because we got to have Leota in, in the crystal ball. Um, well, you have I, to. Yeah, I got a call. Um, Dan Dan Levy is in this movie too. I like him. Oh um, yeah, he wasn't in the trailer, so it's nice that they're not giving every. And everything. Winona Ryder's in the movie. Oh wow! Nice. Ryan Gosling? Interesting. This is just I don't, Google. Are you sh- okay, yeah. I don't know about that because there was rumors years ago that Ryan Gosling was going to be attached to the Guillermo del Toro Honda uh, hmm. match. Maybe. So, I don't know. I just work here. I don't know. From, from what I've seen in the trailer, I might forget that that was ever even on the table. <laughs> so far, I still wish we, we'd get that Guillermo del Toro. I'm never. I'm not going to kick it out of bed if they no. if they want to slide Guillermo del Toro on Mansion on the table in a year or two. Maybe he does the sequel to this. Um, yeah. But uh, th- this one looks cool. It looks really cool. Agreed. And it looks it looks scary. There, and there's and some. Thank of those you scenes for using scary. the the original mansion. I I'm always offended when I said when I see your Eddie Murphy version using the East Coast mansion or as if like that one didn't come because of the other one. You know, yes. Yeah. It's, it's back to my deep-seated anger as a child when my <laughs> sister's friends would refer to me as Nicole's brother. And I said, <laughs> "You know what? 
I came first. Nicole's my <laughs> sister. Okay. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing but that you I, are Nicole's brother. That's different. Oh, that's true. Yes. <laughs> and on this real quick, like one thing that really bugged me about the Eddie Murphy one, and it is nothing about the movie, but it's the fact that one of his biggest bits growing up on Delirious, one of his iconic stand-up movies, was oh, when yeah. he was making fun of poultry. I've mentioned this before, but he's making fun of poultry guys and how like white families will go to a house and they'll be like, get out. Oh, no, no, no. We'll stay here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you get a black family, get out. Well, we're out of here. But he was that white. He's like, oh, no, no. All this stuff will stay here. We can sell this, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, come on. You just messed up your joke. <laughs> Happens in the trailer and Rosario's like, all right, we out. <laughs> so... <laughs> I feel like they corrected the Eddie Murphy joke. Uh, didn't Rosario say that they light some candles? That yeah. was her line, right? But that was before the haunted came. I think <laughs> all the doors and windows disappeared. She needs her double lightsabers, uh, definitely. And that I cannot wait. This this do, movie I'm so excited for. Do you think we get like the graveyard scene and stuff? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. see, you saw a part where they had graves all. Uh, oh yeah, up. that's true. Yeah, yeah. They that that, that trailer was loaded. Yeah, and it gave us so much without giving us anything really yeah and being the fact that i uh i, I was at a, a shout out becky uh, my, one of my best friends uh we were when we were in new orleans during halloween one year we were at a, a haunted house that was actually a working mortuary and three stories of going through this haunted house was pretty creepy but one of the most creepiest things was we're walking down a hallway and you look out the window and there's a real cemetery attached to the the mortuary that, that's, it was that's pretty sick yeah, so it looked just like you would think a haunted mansion would be, but I'm glad we're getting this early. Um, cannot wait. I know Sean. Uh, I was posting up his comments. He's really excited too. So uh, this trailer came out just the day after we recorded Walt's apartment. So I know we would all been geeking out like we are right now. So yeah. um, we did get another trailer, and like I said, uh, we're not going to show it just because I don't want to get blocked. But uh, we got a poster in the trailer for Peter and Wendy. Uh, Coming to Disney Plus? Did they announce a date? I didn't. I didn't really this notice. May? This may already. Yeah. May? Yeah, I think so. So we could talk about it real quick. Uh, you, you, I think we've all seen it. So I'll start with you, Ryan. I didn't mean March. Is it March or May? I'm just looking for the date real quick. Oh, okay. uh, April 28th. Okay, oh, right in between. between. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Perfect. Oh, I'll um, be in Disney when it drops. Uh, that'll be cool. Nice. I'm sure uh, they'll have some promotions. Yeah. Um, Buttons, something. I mean, something cool. A little photo op. So. Well, uh, what do you think? About it looks cool, but like we also got Mansion the day before, which it looks the, the day after. Oh, day <laughs> or like okay. Well, I missed Peter Pan the first day, so I watched them the same day, and like with Haunted Mansion looks way better. Oh yeah, uh, that's why one's in a theater and the other one's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'll watch uh, Peter Pan because it's one of my my favorite Disney stories. So yeah, um, I don't know. I, I it, it looks okay. Like it doesn't look like it's gonna blow my socks off. I kind of. Hook, when I think of a live action hook, I think of Hook from Hook. So I was like, kind of, hey, it doesn't look like a, that intimidating, but. Um, it's Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> it does look like Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, it is. It is Dumbledore. Oh, it's Jude Law. Is oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I'll watch it. It looks, it looks fine. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, yes. Alex. I think it looks good. I, I, I it looked like a movie that would play well in a theater. If 
I, I wish they'd do what Netflix does and kind of release movies in a theater for a week or two as like a special engagement. Cause I would definitely go. And that was kind of a gripe I had last year, uh, you know, with all the different Disney and Pixar movies that got released straight to Disney plus. I understand they're trying to build the content and the subscriber base. I always forget. I can't lean on this table. Yeah. Uh, subscriber base for that. Um, but it looked good. Um, Yara Shahadi as Tinkerbell looking like a Yara Shahati. Uh, <laughs> and I'm all here for it. Um, getting it. Uh, and and uh, as far as uh, the, I guess there was some discourse about the Captain Hook look. You know, I, I this story has been told so many times in film. Yeah. I don't understand why anyone's getting so tied down to what something should look like or color it should be, or anything like that. I think at the end of the day, if it's a story that's good enough to be told so many times over, while, of course, we want Disney to continue to come up with new ideas and content, um, if they're going to make it, let's you know go for the ride and see what it is. I, yeah, I think absolutely. It's a story, like Ryan said, that, that we really enjoy and can always – uh, take to be being told from a different perspective or through a different uh, through a different set of eyes. So yeah. I'm excited. Uh, and I, if I get the chance, I will definitely try and see it in a theater. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's not really much I can add. Uh, you guys made some great points. I'm just going to uh, one, one quick thing is like Ryan said, Peter Pan, the story of Peter Pan has always been one of my favorite stories and not just Disney, but every, every iteration I've seen of Peter Pan. Mary Margaret. I, yeah, so at times I'm like, do we really need one? But then, like Alex, you said, yeah, they're coming out. I want to watch it because um, I mean, I I love Finding Neverland, uh, Hook, the one that came out in the early 2000s with which a lot of people at first didn't like Jason Isaacs as Hook because he didn't have a hat. He was a great Captain Hook also because he's a great actor. So and Jude Law is a great actor. So you know, I know we're we're in this like instant gratification era. And we just saw a, a 30 second trailer. Hold your opinion for once you see the movie. So, um, but I'm looking forward. I think it looks great. I love this scene where uh, the ship comes out of the water and Peter is flying towards it. Yeah. I love, like, and like I said, I love anything Peter Pan. I love anything that Peter Pan and Goonies got me into like pirates and pirate lore and something I've always loved as much as Star Wars and Tron and Disney. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks great. Do you, because I, I know it's like been a conspiracy theory more in like the last 15 ish, 20 years that Peter Pan like is dead and it's like kids going to heaven or whatever. Do you think they'll touch it on that at all to change it up a little bit? Are you talking about Bobby Driscoll? I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah the that's the voice of Peter Pan. Oh, uh, he yeah. also starred in Song of the South, and there's a very sad, uh, un, un charming child story. That goes with his real life story, and which, which we kind of saw in a Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to 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 an effect. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I no. Peter. <laughs> I was just saying, but Bobby Driscoll died unceremoniously, uh, okay. um, and uh, I, so when you said Peter Pan is dead, I'm like, yeah, he is dead. So I know. Oh, okay, I get it now. Uh, but no, you don't think they're going to touch on that fan theory? I, I don't think that. No. Okay. It, it, not yeah. not a Disney one. Not Disney. No. Okay. That's it. That's all I had to say. Very sixth sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie. 
Um, yeah, but it looks great. Sorry if you're in the comments. If if you guys are listening to the show, let us know what you think about uh, the upcoming Honda Mansion and Peter and Wendy. Uh, jumping over to one of our favorite places, DCA. Uh, just yesterday on Friday, food and wine came back. Soaring over California came back. It's a great time to be down there if you're down there. And of course, we love talking food and foodie stuff. So, uh, I see one of you guys have the, has the guide up. I'll That's go ahead me. and bring it up here, and we'll talk I, I about got it. it up. You know, both of us got it up. <laughs> hey, look at us, <laughs> Captain Boomerang and Doctor Etalot are on the job. Oh man, I'm slow on we the soundboard. You, on that we got to get you a food name. And but but before we get to this, I want to. Oh, I got my joke drum. I was hey. a little late on it. Delayed. Uh, but we've been shouting out our, our, our new friend, uh, Instagrammer, Butterfly Lambilly, and she'll be headed over this weekend. She's a great Disney food blogger on Instagram. Check her out. Uh, she might be even uh, recording stuff exclusively for us, hopefully soon. Uh, so great opinions, great content. Check it out. But here's some of the food stuff, and the show's yours. Okay. Um, yeah, well, uh, do you want me to do booth by booth, or... Just kind of scroll through. Is there a lot? I mean, I don't want to go too much over, but oh, anything well, that I'll, I'll do the highlights. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is the foodie guy for food and wine this year. I will be there April 25th, the last day. So hopefully they still got some some goodies for for me to check out. Um, we'll just we'll just go quickly. I'll just I'll go through my highlights. Uh what I want cool. to try from each booth. Um, so we got the nuts about cheese. Um, and the uh the can you guys see my cursor? I can. Okay, yes, cool. you're looking at that Snickers macaroon. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to try from this booth because that looks absolutely delicious. Um, yep, we'll go, go through the next one. Uncork California. So we got a little charcuterie board going on and uh, this this little brownie thing. And each, I think almost every booth will have these grape, um, like the, the lights that you put on your drinks. So they have uh, the green grapes and the, the purple grapes. So maybe uh, we'll grab one of those. We can do a little giveaway or something. Uh, the berry patch. It's got this like strawberry uh, cheesecake that looks absolutely delicious. And we'll go down to Delish. I love the names. They're very creative with their names. There's a Stop one right up. there. Okay, we're stopping. That's the pictures I got pulled up on my screen right there. Nice. First, I got to talk about how amazing it is when you get two or more good items at the same booth. That means you don't have to go. <laughs> good. <laughs> you don't have to go to a different line to get this. Um, bear, what is this? Bear, no, it's at Delish. You were just about to get there, but I seen the pictures for this uh, beef and barley poutine. That's Canadian right there. And the Cubano slider. Ooh. I think I'll hold it down with two Cubano sliders and an order of beef and barley poutine. I'm going to set the prices right for that at $21. Over or under? Over. For all three? Two sliders and a poutine. I'd say that I think they're like nine. I just think $9.99 ish each. I'd say nine you're for each slider? Um, I, you're not, you're probably not wrong. I was just there for Festival of the Hall. And I'm pretty sure I got two sliders somewhere in the eight to eight seventy five each range. Nice. While they are bigger than normal sliders, they don't constitute costing almost ten dollars a piece. 
No, I think the sip and saver pass is a great deal. But only if, and shout out to all your viewers and listeners, only if you do the math and get only items that are above a certain price. Because yeah. what they're counting on you doing is getting a couple expensive things and a couple cheap things, and you end up That's losing right. like 50 cents to a dollar on the whole thing. But you want to get in there, you want to do the math, and you want to make sure, all right, if I'm I'm here with this Sip and Saver Pass, I'm only getting items that cost more than $8 on it or more than $8.50. <laughs> uh, we have to work out the math of whatever the Sip and Saver Pass costs. Does it have that in this post? Uh, no, but I can pull it up. No, no, no. Uh, you keep talking. I'll, I'll do the math and I'll okay. figure that out forever. Okay, Alex is going to pull up the math. Real, real quick, Sam uh, from Walsh Apartment is in. Heads up, Sam. Uh, Hello, Sam, Sam and Alex. What up, Sam? Yeah. Alex and Sam are, are two big Imagineer fans, along with me, too. Hope you're having a good Saturday. Go ahead, Ryan. Right. Okay, we're going to move on. This one, I'm guessing, would be more up your guys' alley. The California Craft Brews. Um, this IPA sausage on a soft pretzel roll with onion, pepper, I don't know what that word is, giardini? Giardinieri? I don't know what that word I, is. I can't tell. Uh, cheddar cheese sauce and malt vinegar onion crunch. So it's a no for me. But oh, IPA it... sausage dog. This is a returning. I'm pretty sure it was there last year. Oh, nice. It um, looks really good, but I don't remember if we had some. Uh, I don't remember what the reviews look like. I am looking at a bunch of news on all these beers. Are you gonna li- read all the beers? Uh, I can. Yeah, uh, beers. Samantha's already drunk and on vacation. So enjoy your vacation. And have fun with your drinks. <laughs> Give me a goat for Samantha. Oh, uh, and I, I meant Sam, not Samantha. <laughs> Sorry. That was my bad. Okay, now give me a goat for Sam. I'll do I'll do two. <laughs> Is that the beer There's list no... right there? Yeah. Yeah, dude, this uh, is I'm a killer beer it list. Hey, it's we... Joe's favorite. We got the LA Bodega Brewing Company, Hell's Lager, Unsung Brewing Co., Light Ale. Harlan Brewing Co. Double Dry Hopped Pale Ale, Out Outmont Brewing, Maui Waui IPA, Yep, Barrel House Brewing Mango Fruited IPA, Della Hunt Brewing Co. Nineteen Twenty Four Raspberry Blonde, Brewery X Pineapple Vanilla Milkshake. Ooh, that sounds good, and I don't even like beer. Bottle Logic <laughs> Brewing Co. Aurora Orioles. Orioles? I don't know. Borealis. That's uh, the Borealis. name for Northern Lights. Ah. Uh, Chapman Crafted Beer Zodiac Series Hazy IPA. Let me catch my breath. Crowns and Hops Brewing Co. The Dopest Hazy IPA. Golden Road, Golden Road Brewing Strawberry Cart Wheat Ale. The Last Point Brewing Co. Watermelon Dorado Double IPA. Russian River Brewing Company, Happy Hops IPA, nice. Bright and Balanced Beer Flight, IPA Beer Flight, Purple, uh, and then the, the Glow Grapes things. So yeah, if you like beer, I'm you you go here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, this is a killer beer list. I mentioned Altamont, Maui Wowie is one of Joey's favorite IPAs. Yeah. Um, we love Unsung Brewing. Uh, if you're down and around the Disneyland area and a fan of all things, you know, comic and nerddom. Uh, Unsung Brewing is a great place to get your beer and your nerd on uh, all comic and uh, fandom themed stuff. I believe they have Han Solo and Carbonite in there. Um, 
Russian River Brewing in Disney California Adventure. I'm sad to miss that. Yeah. And uh, this is this may be like uh, Wakanda Forever, where I just have to call an emergency trip. Maybe I'll see you there, <laughs> uh, Ryan. Uh, that Brewery X Pineapple Vanilla Milkshake does sound amazing. Um, big ups to Crowns and Hops, Benny and Teo. Met them before. Um, and that dopest hazy IPA truly is what it says it is. It's a very dope hazy IPA. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm in for all the flights here. Yeah, that's nice. Some heavy watermelon hitters. Dorado double. Yeah, yeah. I know you got the sound there, Joey. Oh, I got. The oh no, one. it's damn. damn. Yeah, damn. but it sounds like yeah. It's cozy. <laughs> Before I go to this next one, there's chicken wings. I just wanna. Uh, do you guys remember, like, two Christmases ago at the Festival of the Holidays, the chicken wings coated in sugar if with cranberry sauce? I missed that one. Those I remember crazy. the piggy wings. There was, uh, like, a honey cinnamon pig pig wings. Those were basically little ham hocks. Those were amazing. That one. Um, but moving on to Cluck-a-Doodle-Moo, um, smoked honey habanero chicken wings. That looks that looks good, and then we got a. They're seasoned that, or is that a dipping sauce? I think it, a seasoning. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you get a brisket slider there. Oh. Moving on to garlic kissed, grilled top sirloin with garlic, roasted garlic, gruy, smashed potatoes. Is that the one? Gear. Yeah, that's the word. Is that the one that's in that little cast iron? I believe so. Damn. Oh no no no! I think that's the mac and cheese. Well, then it looks delicious. Yeah. Uh, Golden Dreams. Get some sweet corn paletta with parm crema. Chili lime seasoning, corn crunch, and cilantro. Um, I think I'm going to pass on that one. But <laughs> if you like that stuff, it's there. Our heart artichokes. Uh, artichoke pizza. Artichoke toast. Pictured right here. We got L.A. style. This one looks good. Glazed barbecue pork belly with furakake toganashi mac salad. So I know furikake. I yeah. say that again. In, in Hawaii, the furakake fries are very popular. Oh, okay. I just yeah, want to I, hear uh, Ryan say that again. Furakake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Peppers caliente. Uh, an empanada right here, and then we got some spicy shrimp on rice. Um, oh, probably too spicy for me, but maybe I'll try. But I also don't want to be in pain. I don't know, but scroll down to that drink. What is is that like a strawberry shortcake? Something a strawberry horchata, house made rice and cinnamon beverage with strawberry sauce, non alcoholic, available with spiced rum, non alcoholic. Okay. Ooh. Going down to Lamplight real quick. You get, quick, we got some cookies and cream donuts. Um, got some some special drinks going on. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for the. These are just like things that you can find at restaurants. But these, I think, are things you can find most of the year. Um, oh, cool. Is it going to be going on while you're down there, or are you going to miss? miss I land on the 25th and it ends on the 25th, so I'm just going to buy a one day and go for a few hours um, or like get an extra ticket just to try it all because I want to try it. Yeah, I've so never how, been to food and wine. And how much is that? Uh, 
the little pack. Saber? It's uh, sixty bucks. And you fifty-nine, get it. right? Yeah, fifty-nine. And that's I'm making even sure I'm looking at the right one. I finally got it here on Disney Food Blog. So fifty-nine bucks. Magic key holders can get it for fifty-four. Um, da, da, da. It has eight tabs. Quickly using a calculator because we're live. Doing it live. So fifty-nine divided by eight equals seven dollars and thirty-eight cents. Every item must be more than seven dollars or thirty-eight cents if you're using it without a magic key. And fifty-four divided by eight. 675 that's the magic number if you're a magic key holder so make sure if you're getting that tip and saver pass that every item is more than that amount 675 for magic key holders 738 for non-magic key holders um and of course this does not include alcoholic beverages uh at the festival booths so yeah use it for those nine dollar sliders and the poutine um, but don't use it for the desserts that come in at like six dollars. Um, just buy buy those out of pocket if you must get them. Maximize your dollar, get your money back from the mouse, and get that sip and saver pass and use it right. Small nice. life pack. You can order everything you want to eat at one booth, and then just go drop off your receipts. So you can skip the line. Also true, but you do end up having to wait in line at said booth. Um, you know, not not the line to pay, but yeah. the line to pick up, um, which in some places could be nothing. And uh, those popular items, the queue can get kind of long, uh, yeah. which is the only reason I brought up before how it's nice to have two good items at the same booth. But yeah. as Ryan said, uh, order it all at once and then just walk around with the receipt and pick up the items. You can even wait till later in the day and pick them up as you get hungry later on, mm-hmm. which might be a good play. You get in there early order and pay for everything and just as you feel snacky get in there and get your little grogu on so hopefully you get into there uh when, when you get down there uh one more once again uh to see some good content of the food and wine festival check out our friend butterfly lamb billy that's what's that underslash right the bottom underscore was, underscore thank you underslash. Butterfly <laughs> underscore lamb billy for <laughs> Under Slash, that would be Slash's wife for a thousand. Hey, so <laughs> but check that out. Um, sadly, I say this we are recording right now. The only reason why I say sadly is because I should be about an hour away from Disneyland. Hold on, before, before you segue, I forgot to talk about my Haunted Mansion shirt when we were talking about the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, shout out to Glad Racket, not sponsored. Uh, but they Glad make racket. awesome, uh, also, you know, kind of metal inspired shirts. Yeah. And they did this one with both the California and the Florida mansion. So, you know, I had to represent. Um, so, uh, screen appropriate canon haunted mansion shirt for the new movie coming out this July, courtesy of Glad Racket. Check out. I'm checking them out awesome. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was from the Hatbox Goat there. He was ha- uh, accepted that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm supposed to be headed down to Adventureland day today. Uh, there's a backside of waters doing a nice little event. Um, life on the way. I'll be moving soon, so kind of cut that out. But that's okay because it's still going to be a good time. Uh, pay attention to backside of waters Instagram tomorrow, and JC from All Aboard is also going to be there and uh, giving away some Jungle Cruise maps. So if you're down there, go get some. Have a great time. Uh, we have a fun little. 
a quick trivia game uh, in honor of Adventureland Day and me not being there. So, uh, Alex, take it away. Uh, Y'all could be playing along at home as well. I've pulled this up from the Disney, the Play Disney Parks app. Yeah, light's not showing it there. Um, But the Disney Parks Play app, uh, if you don't already know about it or have it, it is an app uh, Disney provides. It is a free app to download, and you can do a lot of fun, interactive things uh, specific to actual ride queues when you're waiting in line at the parks. Uh, But then they have just, you know, some fun trivia and other things you can do when you're not at the parks. And I pulled up some Jungle Cruise trivia. Nice. And the button says, let's play. So let's do it. Is it me versus Joey? Uh, I think it's all of us because I I don't have the answers. I'm going to ask them and then we'll collectively come to a decision. What type of animal splashes about in a bathing pool during the Jungle Cruise? Is it A, an elephant, B, a zebra, C, gorilla, or D, a tiger? A tyrannosaurus. That's not an option, sir. It's an elephant. It's an elephant. Elephant. I was going to say, is it a gazelle, a gazebra, a giraffe, a gazelion? There's a lot of guz out there. Uh, the next question, which of the following is one of the names of the boats on the world-famous Jungle Cruise at Magic Kingdom Park? Ooh. So not our own park here. Is it the Colorado Cowgirl, Kern Cassie, Congo Connie, or Nile Natasha? This is a tough one. Which, which one's not a boat? Which of these is one of the names of the boats at Magic Kingdom Park? I'm going to go Congo Cali. Can you read them again? I'm sorry. Colorado Cowgirl, Kern Cassie, Congo Connie, or Niall Natasha? Yeah, I'm going the Congo Connie. Connie. Congo Connie is correct. That's what's up. Must be a tribute to the Congo Queen, right? Isn't that the name of the old movie that kind of plays into the theming? Kind of, but nothing sounded anything jungly, cruisy. It sounded modern. Congo Connie? Well, it sounded like Colorado is nothing to, to, yeah, to no. be in there. Then. And Ker- Kern, Cassie, and Natasha didn't sound like they fit either. Natasha and Cassie seem like modern names, more yeah, modern no, names. No disrespect to Natasha's and Cassie's out there. We love you. you I've had crushes on both in the past. So. You have a place in the Jungle Cruise of our hearts. Yes. Next question. What type of animal stalks the boats of the Jungle Cruise from a tree? Is it A, python, B, monkey, C, crocodile, or D, giraffe? It's a python. I'm just wishing that we could get an image of a giraffe in a tree. (laughs) Uh, a A giraffe stalking us. You know, from the top of a tree with the neck like bending down over the over the boat, maybe peeking in from the other side of the water, or going through the tree like a python. It's a python. We know this. <laughs> yes. First comes love, then comes marriage. What, how's that, Joko? I can't remember. Then's the python K-I-S-S. stalking you from a tree. Yeah. Right after <laughs> marriage. I know. I know. What Adventureland eatery found at Magic Kingdom Park is ooh, Joey's ooh, ooh. favorite place to eat? No, I'm sorry. Is owned and operated by the Jungle Navigation Company Limited. 
Is it Tortuga Tavern, Jungle Navigation Company Limited, Skipper Canteen? I wonder. Jungle Skipper Canteen, run by the Jungle Navigation Company. <laughs> it's Skipper Canteen Hunger. Yeah, I, I don't even get, get through them all. The question it said, owned and operated by Jungle Navigation Co. Limited. And then the, the answer says, Jungle Navigation Co. Limited. Skipper Canteen. Yeah. <laughs> Better be right. It is. It should have been run by Alberta Falls, which it is. Which it is also, yes. What type of jungle cruise animal is known to wiggle their ears and blow bubbles? Is it a hippo, Me. B lion, C rabbit, or D jaguar? It Hippopotamus. Is a hungry, hungry hippo. Hungry, hungry hippopotami tie. Yes. And boom, five of five done. We're killing it. There's multiple rounds, I guess, based on them not knowing how long the line for the Jungle Cruise could be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's our little bit of Adventureland trivia. Do you, do you guys want to go around, maybe share your favorite piece of Adventureland on either coast? You're like, if you had to take one piece of Adventureland anywhere, it could be a ride, it could be attraction, it could be an eatery. What would it be? Aladdin's flying carpets. All right, you got to keep that. That's you. <laughs> it's my rep my brown representation of the show. Hey, <laughs> you like getting spit on by that camel, don't you? <laughs> Actually, the ride was closed when I went. They still didn't spit. I didn't know it spit. That's kind of cool. Oh yeah. Um, real quick before I, I, I say mine, which I, you guys see that video of Josh Gad as a skipper that came out? I did. No, uh, I didn't see the cool. whole thing. I don't know. I, I think I only saw because there's like a whole video, right? Yeah, it was like a couple minutes long. I saw up until the point where they took off and he said the first gag where she's the world famous skipper and I'm the normally famous Josh Gad or whatever. Yeah, it was like a couple minutes. Uh, video it was, it was really cool but it kind of reminded me when we were there and we saw him oh yeah boarding and stuff um i love adventureland day or adventureland day yeah i'm still sad i'm not going um i love adventureland uh both of them uh, the one in florida is so much bigger and different um so it's harder for me to pinpoint my favorite obviously it's indiana jones the, the attraction uh is it's top notch but i, I want to do a special shout out for the recent uh pirate treasure game with me and my niece did when i was there that was a lot of fun, uh, super interactive, and I'm, I'm going to be posting a video of uh, some of the gags and uh, stuff soon. But if you're at Magic Kingdom, you have a about an hour to to blow. Do it. it; it's a lot of fun. Yes, if you're at Magic Kingdom and you have two pirate choices in Adventureland, do the one that's not a sorry excuse for the ride in California. Do do. Do the pirate uh, scavenger hunt that Joe's talking about. That ride's like three minutes long. The ride's That's a terrible. joke. The ride's a trailer for the real ride. <laughs> it is a trailer <laughs> for the real ride. <laughs> it is. I was telling my niece, I'm like, is it bad that we've done everything and I got to be forced to ride Florida's Pirates of the Caribbean, which I will ride five times one visit at Disneyland? It's it's crazy. So, what about you, Alec? Um, whew. Uh, a lot of good choices. Uh, I guess seeing as neither of y'all took food, as much as I'd love to say Skipper Canteen, we had a great meal there. 
at Walt Disney World. I'm going to go with the hometown classic, the Bengal barbecue. That's a good one. Uh, best food on sticks this side of the Mississippi, um, probably. I don't know. Uh, love the banyan beef skewer. Uh, love that you can get a plate with two skewers with rice and a little bit of like slaw. Um, and I love that they have mobile order because that line gets pretty relentless out there in the cold, small streets of Adventureland, California. Or the, the uh, bacon wrapped asparagus. Aspergas. <laughs> yes, all, all good things. We, we yeah. love us some Adventureland. Shout out to all those adventurers, explorers, and uh, no. societyers. That are going to be out there at Adventureland Day this weekend. And the only thing that sucks about it is Indy's closed and the treehouse isn't open yet. Wow. What are they going to do? Uh, there's, they're going it's to, a small world, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're uh, ride takeovers at Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise, Mark Twain, and I believe Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh. So, and a couple photo ops. So, and a treasure hunt, that, that special... Uh, uh, swag uh that's uh done by tiki tony so, very cool i uh, will be doing more games uh we had one of the things we we're going to do too is a kind of a show and tell i don't know if we're going to do that uh this week but we have some giveaways i don't know if we have enough people on here to give away something today but maybe real soon because alex has part of it and i have the other part uh the part i have i've showed a few times is this awesome wakanda forever book illustrated by nicholas smith who did the murals of uh black panther and chadwick oh, cool. at downtown disney so uh and is selling out clothing his marvel line at targets everywhere yeah he's got his own signature funko pops as well oh, yeah. um, i like that guy's artwork yeah it's amazing so we're going to give that away along with some fun stuff alex also collected go ahead yeah i got the complete set of the Wakanda forever toys from McDonald's happy meals. So I, I got a full set of those to give away. I don't know. We, we saying we want to give them away together now or separate. I Let, let's do a post. We'll do one of those simple like share tag. Yeah, maybe we'll put a keyword in here that people have to, uh, I don't know. I guess if they put it on the post, then like everyone else who didn't put it on would see. True. Unless you DM us. Or maybe we'll do it like we did with Fresh Hops, where we'll ask them to name their favorite character from Wakanda Forever and why. Boom. So looking for that post to happen this weekend. Uh, so that's the, next the question. When we ask you on the post to answer the question from the episode, the question is, who is your favorite character from Wakanda Forever? The recent Marvel Disney picture now available on Disney Plus. Yeah, and actually, and, we'll, and why? <laughs> and we will do we'll do it for throughout the week because we want to give our audio listeners a chance to win. Definitely. Our, so whether you're YouTube watching live. or listening, uh, we'll we'll have the post out there. Um, so just answer: Who is your favorite character from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and why? Yeah, and that and, post will uh, be up this Wednesday. How's that? It'll be up by Wednesday, and at some point, uh, we'll probably call it a week after that. Yeah. And should I do another prize since it's our first time, or save that for later? Um, Is anyone watching? Yeah, we, we got four people right now. <laughs> oh, Hello, hey. Hey. Yeah, let's, let's do maybe one. Maybe let's do that later. See, see whoever makes it to the end. 
All right, we'll do it at the end here, we'll which we're, oh, we're almost there. We're almost there. We, we've got two quick reviews, uh, non-spoilery reviews uh, of Ant-Man, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and uh, the, that first episode of Mando. So since Ant-Man came out first, let's talk about that. Uh, we all saw that me and Alex and Addy saw the opening night or the night before opening night. Ryan, you saw it the following day, opening day. Yeah. Uh, so I like, we'll start with Alex since I started Ryan first. We get, we get spoilery on this one. Yeah, we get, yeah, yeah this one's been out for weeks. long enough. So it, uh, and, and it already set a record for the biggest drop off from opening week to second week. So <laughs> we know Ant-Man everyone got, who wanted to see it saw it already. Ant Man got beat by Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I mean, this is a tall order. Yeah, I can go in and talk about that one too. Um, no. Ant Man, Quantum Mania, um, keeping it somewhat brief. Love Jonathan Majors, y'all know that already. I am here for He Who Remains, for Kang, for whatever variant of him there is. Um, so definitely not going to spoil it, but stay for the end credits, the 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 stingers, because you you get a lot of Kang in there. And um, I thought the movie was great. It was a great popcorn flick. Um, I think the stakes were a little higher than we thought for Ant-Man. And for me, I was ready to see Scott Lang die. Um, I was prepared for it. I was, I was prepared for it. I dare I say I was at a point where I was kind of disappointed that I didn't see it happen. <laughs> I thought it would have brought a little bit more weight to the movie as a whole. Um, but th- the movie was just a, a good, what do you call it? A, an escape. You know, it's why we go to the movies. You're taken to another place where things are weird and different and you see all kinds of, you know, wild characters that you could not see in the real world. I've gone on here before and said that I don't really understand the camp of people who complain about CGI because you're basically complaining about people making things that aren't real, not look real enough for you. So, I mean, until you can do it yourself, sit down, <laughs> shut up and eat some popcorn. Yeah. What about you, Ron? Your turn. Trick the ooze. Um, trick the ooze. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I thought it was really funny. Um, I just feel like it didn't really add much or didn't make uh, Kang that intimidating because he talks about how many Avengers he's killed, but he can't kill Ant-Man, which is not top-tier Avenger in my books. Um, he's like a B or a C. Um, so yeah, I, and just with everything, like there's, do you see at the end with the thousands of Kangs, like, or I, I don't know if I'm saying that wrong. Um what is the no, plural Kang. of Kangs? Kangs. Um, Kang guy. Kang um, Yeah, just like it didn't seem like anything. Like I sent you guys a TikTok that explained it, how I was kind of thinking. Um, like I'm like expecting Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. to come back soon. Um, and it's like it's not going to be a big surprise just because there's millions of them now out there in the in the multiverse. So. Nothing really seemed like when when Iron Man died, it was like holy shit. Like, but if they killed someone else off, like if they killed Thor off, it'd be like oh, he's probably just gonna come back. Um, like Loki, Loki's got a whole new show, and it's not like the Loki we grew up with. You know, it's like another multiverse Loki. 
So I don't know. But it it's just... not really. It's the same Loki who that's true stole the Tesseract from you know uh, what was that Avengers, the original Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It just nothing seems like that high stakes anymore in the universe, like in in the MCU, in my opinion. I, I agree with that. I don't think it's gotten to that point yet, but it, for me, if I see Tony Stark again before I see Mephisto, I'll riot. I don't <laughs> need that. Um, and and I, I I don't need to continuously go down the Mephisto path as we all want to, although I hope we see him, and, and I, I, I appreciate them continuing to introduce new characters from comic book canon, um, so I hope that continues rather than just bringing the ones we know back from the dead. I think at a certain point it might get hard in casting as you've already cast a lot of people in the MCU to so yeah. You know, you're you're drawing upon a newer and younger crop of stars that you're relying on becoming bigger stars to make the characters and the stories continue to carry that weight. Um I've heard one casting that I'm down with though. Uh, what for Wolverine or for for Mephisto? So the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, yeah, I I ride with that. But there are people, things that we have been secretly introduced to Mephisto already. In J. Jonah Jameson and Spider Man, think that's him in disguise. I I mentioned that one at one point. Yeah, because he he knew who Spider Man was through the thing or something. Something weird like that. Yeah. Um. I thought uh, so. My my thing, real quick, and uh, we'll, we'll I'll get this before we we take off. Uh, got a soccer game to go to this afternoon, so um, I like Ant Man. Uh, I'm I'm in both your guys's camps here. So, like I said, there's not too much to add. Um, I was expecting not just Scott, but maybe some another big character to perish because just kind of like show how menacing Kang is, and we didn't get that at all. So I was kind of. Like you said, not disappointed, but kind of shocked uh, that we didn't get that. Uh, the movie was funny. It was funnier than I thought it was going to be because I thought it was going to be a, the most serious Ant-Man, which in ways it was. Um, but yeah, it was funny. The whole MODOK thing was actually that they went there and it was it, MODOK was actually pretty funny. I know it's either the hate MODOK, the love MODOK camp. So um, it was just weird that it, it was daring, but I can, I can see how they did that. So um that was that was pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to the different variants of Kang we're going to see uh, throughout the story. I still think all three of the Ant-Man movies are consistently like in the the middle tier of Marvel films. You know, they're not the best, but they're not the worst. They're but they're just entertaining. They're mm-hmm. they're charming. They're they're fun to watch, and they're all pretty consistently even. So, uh, yeah, the 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 stingers were great. I thought the effects were were amazing. I mean, you're in a made up universe where yeah, it's I constantly they, moving. We we didn't get any of the any of the the homies. What's it called the Luis, oh, right? Luis and yeah, hope <laughs> he oh, would have been yeah. funny in the universe. But we did get the uh, the uh, Pixar lamp on steroids. Yeah, uh, there that was pretty cool. R.I.P. Luxo Junior. Yeah. I'm still pissed that before the movie came out, they had the whole thing with the drink the ooze sipper that's at DCA, and we still don't got pizza balls from uh, Dr. Dude, Strange. The pizza balls need to come out. Yeah, I think the logistics of a pizza ball are a little harder. 
No, you could do it like half the cow zone. So you, you got cheese and pepperoni or whatever inside the ball. But then outside, you also got the different fixings around. You could do it. It'd be so, it'd it be just, so good. If you're going to have hot cheese on the outside, at one point, it's going to stick to something. I mean, they can make it happen. It's Disney. It's Disney, Alex. They can yes. do anything. Have you, I think I think if we could put like a panko crust on the outside, almost like a, what do you call those, arancetti, like the risotto balls? Hmm, maybe. Like a, like a Parmesan panko. Yeah. Then with like pepperoni or sausage or something. They could do it. I, I have faith in the Disney uh, culinary. Culinary imagineering. Get on yeah. it. But let's also uh, briefly talk about another thing that started, something we've been waiting for. For two years now, something we're all excited about. Mando is back. We just saw the premiere. Uh, for some reason, I mean, I'm not in this camp, but people are complaining that it was too short. Whatever, it was perfectly paced. Uh, it's great to be back in the world, the Mandoverse. I mean, uh, two two hours would have been too short if it, after two years, you know. Just got to remember, it's part of the bigger thing. Oh, here we go. Uh, how's it going, Ashley? Hey! Uh, hello. <laughs> are, are these uh, Burning Barrel friends? Yeah, the Burning Barrel homies. The the Tiki the Tiki couple. Yes, yes. Nice. Tiki Barrel Disney homies. Yes, I'm working on something with Jungle Bird for Star Wars month. Hopefully, uh, we'll have be able to. I'll be able to announce something soon. So, uh, yes, Papa Pizza Pizza Balls. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mando's back. Uh, I'll, I'll start off with this one. I'll, I'll go really quick. Nothing spoilery because people are still watching it over the weekend. But holy crap, this is how you come back from a season. Uh, great character development, great uh, action, effects, story, the Babu Fricks, everything. I loved everything about this episode. Like I said, I, I went instantly when it was over, did a YouTube short uh, instant reaction. I might stick to that. Uh, you know, we'll see, but I don't know what you guys think about the first episode so far. Space whales. Yes, I don't want to spoil nothing, but <laughs> oh, I didn't think that was so a spoiler. I've seen that all over. That <laughs> oh. I presume anyone here right now has seen it already, and if you haven't, go watch it. You probably haven't seen the reference to the space whales either, so no spoiler. <laughs> good point. Good point. And probably don't even know what space whales are. So, Purgles! We got freaking Purgles! And I don't want to talk about it because I could go on for 30 minutes on what I think, but oh, we'll do that down the road, but uh, what else? I mean, <laughs> I cut you uh, off. Yeah, I think, I think it was good. Perfectly planted all the seeds, I think, that all the little ventures were going to go on this season. Um, yeah, I don't really have any complaints. I thought, I thought it was great. Without great spoiling. What about you, Anything else? I mean, I thought it was a real interesting choice to start the season with a flashback love story between Bo-Katan and Grief Karga. Um, you know, we didn't really see that coming, whether it was out of season two or season two and a half during Book of Boba Fett. But I, I do think it's uh, compelling, and, and I'm going to continue to watch. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Mando steps in at some point. Uh, we get a little Enchanted-style love triangle. Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I thought that was a pretty wild choice. All for the love of the dark saber and the high magistrate, Grief Karga, with with uh, cape droids, uh, droid cape or whatever. Yes. Like, so his cape doesn't drag on the ground. Slave droids. Ah, oh, 
they're, they're sentient, so that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. You should have <laughs> used the mouse droids for that or something. I don't know. I feel like the mouse droids are less. But... Or or even like uh, Dio, which isn't around yet. So. Dio already had his hard times. Dio, <laughs> Dio, was, Dio was probably previously a cape droid, and he got out of that. You could tell the, the, the roughly abused Dio droid. Um, I, I thought I, I, I don't. I, this, this is a, an unspoiler free, spoiler free thing. But I, I thought that, and right off the bat, having the IG Eleven statue in Town Square was mad weird. Like I was like, did they make a mold of his parts, or did they just put his body up in bronze? You know. And then I was well, they thinking briefly about showed all the him. other statues of people we have around <laughs> our world. And how wild that would be is if they just like bronze <laughs> their body, almost like Han Solo and Carbonite or something, you know? Yeah, they but they briefly showed that statue in season two. It's hard to see as one of those blinking moments. Well, I'm getting something weird. I don't think you guys heard it before, but no, no, nope. bottoms that up. Box coat. <laughs> you, you missed the first two times, <laughs> but no, I think we're we're headed to a great. Great season. Uh, How many episodes? Great kickoff. Eight. It, it's, eight. Yeah, it's eight. Eight. Eight each season. And the episodes will vary in length. So if you're yeah. worried the whole season is going to be 35 minutes, I think we'll still get our 45 minute episodes, our, our close to hour um, episode. So very cool. Uh, we broke it down. We recorded the Amanda show last night, and we we're so excited to finally talk about this show that we broke down a 35 minute episode. In an hour and forty-five minutes. So, so, so when they get those forty-five-minute episodes, clear your calendar, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm excited, and uh, yeah, can't can't wait to watch more. And uh, we're finally here. So, um, but you know what? I think I think that is it for our our first Saturday morning DU. Like I said, it's a little, it's more of a little, more of a banter episode, which do you, do a lot you want of them to give away that other thing you had, or do you want to hold it? Yeah. So I bought something and I'm a big collector of black series, star Wars figures. So I saw one that I'm like, Ooh, do I have this one? Cause it's so hard to find good star Wars merch on the, at target or Walmart anymore. It's you got to pre-order everything. So I, I got this figure and I thought I had a different version of him. It, ooh, it's a him. Uh, and when I got home, I realized I had the same one, and the different version I had was the three-inch one. So I've decided instead of returning it, getting my money back, Alex is dropping beers. I hope they're empty. <laughs> but I did get this Obi One from the from the seat uh, show. It's the nice. Obi One in the Tibidon station where he was working. So I thought I had the regular Obi Wan in uh, his regular, you know, robes and everything, mm-hmm. and I thought it's the one that came with uh, Lola. But like I said, it was a three-inch figure. So uh, if anybody in the chat, should we add it to? If anybody in the chat wants to win this, or yeah, I'd say anyway. How, how should we do this? First you one. Think to... of a question and first person in the chat to get the answer. All right, so let's see. Should we do an Obi Wan question or Mando question? Or we're thinking of this up on the fly here. Anybody in the chat interested in winning an Obi Wan Kenobi Black Series first? That's the first question. I guess. 
but um we'll think of a question uh we're going to end this episode real soon um before you end the episode i'm going to drop a little teaser for what i will be talking about uh, a little bit in, in our next episode that will be audio um so obviously we're doing saturday morning du once a month the other once a month will not be live but you can catch it on all your favorite pod catchers uh that we are ha- have been available on your apple your spotify your amazon podcasts all those things i recently picked up on my last trip to the disneyland resort this awesome book women of walt disney imagineering uh it's basically 12 little mini autobiographies of a bunch of different female imagineers i know we are in the middle of women's history month and of course we want to celebrate everyone's history all the time um but here in march i think it's a great time to start uh you know, and, and, and highlight focus women's history. So on our next episode, I'm going to get into my chapter one, uh, and basically give you my little book report on summary on, uh, let's see who's, who's first coming up here. Maggie Irvine Elliott, uh, was a senior vice president of Walt Disney Imagineering. So, Look forward to that in our next episode. And if you have this book, sh- shout out. Tell us what you think about it. If you don't have it but you want it, here's a picture of it. And if you're listening to it, uh, it's Women of Walt Disney Imagineering. I picked this up at, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Disney Underground? What's the one in uh, downtown Disney? Yeah, the Underground store. The, the Underground. So I picked it up there with a bunch of expensive postcards it was one of those like, all right, I've got six. I need to only get three. And then I just said, throw it in the bag, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, look, look forward to me talking about that. Uh, you got a question? You got a, a trivia question for the. Yeah. So I don't chat? know if anybody in the chat is into this. So if we don't get anybody in a few seconds, then we'll just do it on a post. But uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the first time we meet him in A New Hope, what were his first words? <laughs> I don't know if those count. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call those words. Nah, because they changed them for the special edition. He was like, "What did Chewbacca sound like?" Let me do that. Yeah, exactly. So, let's see. I don't think we're going to get anything right now. Uh, but. Ashley Taylor, what is she? You know what? Let's see. We're we're gonna put up on YouTube. Ooh, is that is that it, or is it the hello there? It doesn't matter because you got the hello there. So guess what, Ashley? Obi Wan is coming to your home. Maybe the and ooh is what Alex did, huh? Maybe the oh, ooh, ooh is what I- maybe. <laughs> yeah. But to get this, you got to visit Alex at Burning Barrel, which doesn't seem to be a, a chore. So. Congratulations! We got a winner of our first prize on our first day, and I am slow on the clap, but it's okay. I got it for you live. We're doing it live. Yeah. yeah. But uh, oh man, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll give this to Alex to give to you, and uh, maybe I'll run into you guys at the Jungle Bird or there again. A real ooh, you don't get the ooh, yeah, ooh noise, yes. Yeah, so, um, awesome, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm being bad with the. the 
comments here. So yes, boo. And you're welcome. So uh, thank you guys for listening to Saturday morning or watching Saturday morning uh, DU. Uh, for our listeners, uh, thank you for listening to the audio. Uh, we'll be back with a regular episode next, like Alex talked about. Um, definitely be sure to subscribe to us on on here on YouTube. Uh, you'll be notified anytime we post videos. Uh, YouTube has not allowed me to upload my harmonious video, and I'm having it, video uh, issues with the fireworks, but I got some other stuff I'll be uploading on YouTube soon. Reaction. Just, just in, YouTube has problems with harmony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, and follow us everywhere you see on the socials. And uh, yeah, hope you guys have a good weekend. Thank you for joining in. And uh, we'll catch you guys. Oh, wait. Until next time. May the force be with you. Till infinity and beyond. Have I killed you already? I don't know. <laughs> are you finishing a chug? I finished it already. Oh, well, never mind. Then. You guys I have a good weekend. <laughs> see you guys later. Thanks again. Peace. Like me.